Hey there, just a quick reminder, we have a mentorship program if you're looking for personalized coaching and mentorship to help guide you to the next level of your interior design business, whatever that might look like for you, whether it's processes and procedures or what services to offer to how to incorporate wellness, intention, or spirituality into your projects, come join us over at designcoven.com forward slash join. Or if you're just in search to connect with other like-minded interior designers, you can join our free community also located at designcoven.com forward slash joy. I'm excited to announce that the Design Coven Interior Design Membership is now open. This is a membership for aspiring holistic interior designers. Whether you are somebody that is thinking about going into the interior design industry, coming from an existing career, or a student that's currently in design school, or maybe you are an interior designer and want to pivot your business toward the holistic um, interior design perspective. The membership group is open. We meet about every week where we are learning from interior designers that are in the field. We learn from their experiences. We learn from their failures and their successes. We are also um, receiving product training from vendors. Our last uh, meeting was on Upholstery 101. We also meet with design showrooms. And this week we are connecting with Kravit. Kravit has always been one of those showrooms and brands that I connected with at the very beginning. I always felt so comfortable going into the showrooms and they've always been such a support for me um, as a growing interior designer and now in my business again still supporting me in that space so i thought it would be a wonderful way to integrate them into the design coven we are having a showroom tour this coming friday which is june 24th in san diego and i've had the privilege and the honor of interviewing beth green who is the Executive Vice President of Marketing and Strategic Branding at Kravit Inc. She joined Kravit more than 30 years ago to create the in-house marketing department. Over the last few years, she directed the company's success with responsibilities for all branding, marketing, and communication efforts, including advertising, media, public relations, digital initiatives, licensing, visual marketing, and special projects. She has led the company to create the first ever searchable website of products in the industry to an award-winning print advertising campaign for the Kravit brand. She has also spearheaded special projects and events such as the Ronald McDonald House Project Design Showhouses, two design books focusing on the interior design industry, a blog fest that tapped into the emerging media arena, and in 2015, Beth led the development and launch of the first ever to the trade only e-commerce platform for designer quality finished products as a complement to Kravit Inc.'s business called curatedkravit.com. She continues to be the voice of Kravit Inc. company and works diligently to keep the branding of Kravit, Lee Jofa, Brunswick and Frills, GP&J Baker, and now Dongya prevalent and on top of mind to all designers and their clients. 
Green joined Kravit as a marketing director after a five-year tenure at Warwick Advertising, where she was the director of new business and managed the Schumacher and Waverly accounts. Prior to that, she worked at S. Cali, McCabe, Sloves, Revlon Inc., and Bloomingdale's. Today, she has 15 capable marketing professionals working with her to make sure that Kravit Inc. brings their customers the highest quality and most innovative products and services in the design industry. Wow, she is completely amazing. Like I said, I'm just so honored to have her come on today and share her story, share a bit about Kravit and why they are really a leading company in the design industry. And now I get to share all of this knowledge with you, whether or not you're in the design coven or you're learning or diving into the design world on your own. So with that, I welcome you to this beautiful episode. Again, the design coven membership is open. It will continue to be open and available to you for whenever you are ready. Just go to bewitchingthehome.com to find out more. Hello, I'm Rachel Lorraine Crawford, a creatrix of Sacred Space through holistic interior design and magic. Welcome to Bewitching the Home, where we discover new concepts, meet creatives, and conscious businesses that contribute to creating an enchanted home filled with mindfulness, intentional living, and well-being for us, our families, and Mother Earth, a home connected to our highest vibration that brings us balance, harmony, and a purposeful way of living. Hello, hello. Welcome back to Bewitching the Home. We have Beth Green today from Kravit, and I'm super, super excited. There's so many wonderful things that they're doing that I can't wait to share with all of you. And before we get into that, I'm going to go ahead and set up our space, connecting us with the present moment by ringing our bell and just being present and mindful. Um, I also love lighting a candle just to set the intention of communication, connection, and of course, creativity with fire. I love the element of fire. Perfect. So we've got that. Of course, I'm going to pull us a card, Beth. I'm pulling a crystal card, which I've been really excited about. So let's see what we've got here, just to kind of connect with the energies and see what insight we might need for our, our call. So what do we have? Angel Aura Quartz and Carrie, the designer or creator who um, created the cards. Um, she has a connection with different energies of the card, right? So communication, meditation, and healing. And this is connected to um, the affirmation of through releasing what no longer serves me, I find healing. So our conversation is definitely going to be connected with communication, of course. But also, I feel like there is some healing here in the world of students and the design world and building that bridge and that link in between these two worlds. Because I remember getting out of school feeling very intimidated and sort of disconnected and i feel like there's this beautiful healing that's happening between design students and real world staff which we're going to get into um beth what do you have um over on your side as far as nourishment what, what are you drinking so i am drinking um an iced coffee mm. um so here where i am it's um almost lunchtime so i am i allow myself coffee <laughs> between 7.30 in the morning and noon, so I have half an hour left to drink this very large glass. Um, this is my good luck 
cup. Oh, you can see. Yeah. So it's purple, so the color of lavender. Actually, I think you said, um, which is calming. But iced coffee is not supposed to be calming. It's supposed <laughs> to be uplifting. But that's what I am actually drinking today with almond milk, no sugar. Wow, amazing! I love it. And I have a lemon verbena tea from Amy at Paru Tea, which is a beautiful tea shop here in San Diego. Uh, we just love supporting her, and her teas are all loose leaf tea, so you can to really see the plant, which I feel like is so mm. so so cool. So that's what I have, um, and I always start with the question of what is home? What's home for you right now at the moment? So home for me is actually incredibly exciting and exhilarating. Um, in year one of the pandemic under lockdown mm -hmm. i actually moved to the beach oh my so gosh i live i live in a fully renovated smaller beach house that is 50 yards from the bay and 100 yards from the atlantic ocean um with crisp white sand um so i it's a little teeny community on a barrier island wow. and that is home to me and I'm going to be honest and tell you even though I work full time I wake up every morning and I feel like I'm on vacation so I've already been out um, this morning since I as I mentioned it's yeah. almost it's 11.30 I've already been out on the boardwalk so I've already taken in the sea air deep breaths I did a hour walk this morning wow. before we the that is so that beautiful. is home to me um, I do go into the office but on the days that I'm home, it's incredibly exhilarating and it happens to be beach season. So I have a very large outdoor deck and the weekends are filled with friends and family on the beach with coolers of high noons and sparkling things to drink. And then we come back here and we barbecue outside with <sighs> music on my back deck. So it's extraordinary. What a dream. I feel blessed. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like totally living in the those moments. That's so gorgeous. Ah, thank you. I mean, you have it on the West Coast. We don't have it here. <laughs> so I'm in your lifestyle at the moment. I'm not going to tell you February is wonderful yeah, yeah. here. <laughs> right now it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> and what state, what state are you in? Where exactly are you? So uh, um, I live in New York. I live just... Um, South, I guess, of JFK, John F. Kennedy. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I mean, so just don't, just about like 40 minutes outside of Manhattan. So it's like, it's a little dream because I'm is. close to the city and I get all that experience, but I live up by the beach. Oh. So it's pretty extraordinary for, for New York standards. Absolutely. From anyone's standards. Oh my gosh. That's just, oh, I'm in love with that. That's beautiful. Um, so I would love to get into the origin story of Kravit. I just remember, you know, being in school and, and, you know, having the whispers of Kravit and then getting out of school. I, I graduated back in 05. So I've always been um, a fan, but I, I never like really dug into the origin story and how it all came to be. And um, so I'd love for you to share that with us. So it's a, it's a family run company. Um, we are now just introducing the fifth generation into the business. They're, um, they're in their um, low to mid-30s, um, that generation. So still very new in yeah. their careers. Um, the fourth generation is my contemporary. Um, I've been with the company 30 years. It, it's, a, it's an over 100-year-old company. Wow. It was started in 1918. 
by their great uncle, no, great, great uncle, sorry, who came over on the boat, um, knew how to sew. He was a tailor um, in Russia. He came over, his name was Samuel Kravitz, or because they're Jewish, mm-hmm. his name was actually Shmuel, but he changed it to Samuel when he came over um, through, you know, on the boat. Yeah. Who um, Liberty Island or, or Ellis Island, sorry, Ellis Island. And we've seen, we have the exact signature hanging in our corporate headquarters of where he signed wow. the book. Um, and he came to the Lower East Side um, with his wife and was a tailor and was, t- was sewing clothing um, for very wealthy people in Manhattan at the time. I think there's a show now on television like The Gilded Age. Okay. Where they built these gorgeous houses up on like Park and Fifth Avenue. That's the kind of people he used wow. to sew their clothing for. And they built these gorgeous homes. If you watch the show, it's actually extraordinary. Oh it's okay. literally what we live every day at Kravit. They covered the windows of these gorgeous mansions that they built along Fifth Avenue and Park Avenue. And they asked him if he could buy and sew trimming notions on their drapery panels and also they would hang family portraits but they used to hang them with ribbon and like a button on the top and so they asked him if he could get that so he started to on the lower east side source trimmings and notions and started to sew them on their drapery fabrics but they would get their drapery fabrics um somewhere else okay um and then he um, would sew it. So then he was like, wait a minute, I can get the fabrics because he had all these people and vendors on the Lower East Side. Right. So he became a middleman, basically. Um, and that's really, to this day, really what Kravit started as was sort of a middleman. They call it like a, a jobber, mm-hmm. which would buy from one and sell to the other. But then, since then, fast forward now in the second and third generation, we started to, there was this whole interior design trade slash community that were created out of it to do these homes. And we would sell to them, but then we would start creating products, fabrics mostly, some wall covering, definitely notions and trimmings for and we'd create them as opposed to being sort of a job or where we just buy what was out there. We yeah. create our own all over the world. And then I actually joined the company when they were moving to a new showroom in New York City at the D&D building. And they had fabric all around the outside of the showroom walls hanging. But in the middle of the showroom, they didn't know what to put on the floor. So they were like, well, most of our customers are putting fabric yeah. on furniture why don't we create our own upholstered furniture line so that's actually when i joined the company was to help them market and introduce okay. upholstery and that was 30 year 30 30 years ago and we're almost at our 30th anniversary for gravit furniture so that's how we actually designed the showroom we had all the fabric uh, and yeah. trimmings and wall yeah. rings hung on the outside but in the middle we would put those fabrics on furniture mm. So and that's pretty much how it is. Wow. So how did you get into this business of furniture and design and interiors? The story goes that my mother was an interior designer here on Long Island my whole life. Okay. Um, she was a 
in the 30s and 40s, she was a, um, thir- well, really 40s. She was a song and dance. She was a dancer, but she was very creative. She had an incredible visual. So she never went to school for it. She just, people just, she had great taste. Yeah. Um, and so she, I grew up, my mom was a fairly successful interior designer here on Long Island. Um, and I didn't want to do that because I watched um, how demanding the clients mm-hmm. are yeah. um, on her personal life. Um, but I went to school and wanted to go into marketing and went to work at an advertising agency and worked on um, toilet paper, paper towels, fragrances, and makeup. That's my trajectory. And then one day, my, the agency I worked at had a call for, does it, they were doing a new business pitch, okay. which was something that always happens, they have to pitch yeah. it. Does anyone know what an interior designer is? <laughs> that, was the, that was the email around the agency. <laughs> I was the only person that worked at the entire agency that knew what an interior oh designer was. Oh my gosh. Was. Made of like creative people, but no yeah. one really knew wh- how they were. Yeah. Except for me, because I grew up with it. Yeah. So I answered the call. I worked on the pitch for uh, somebody that is now my competitor. <laughs> we, won the, we won the business. Then I ran the business for five years. And then uh, when I was re- about to have my son, uh-huh. the competitor pulled the business just as I was going on a maternity leave from this said agency to bring it in a house, which is what most of these companies do. Okay. So um, I was um, gently let go on maternity leave and then um, met the person that was starting the furniture line for Kravitz and she went to the family, which was the gen- my generation, okay. the fourth generation, yeah, yeah, yeah. and said, met someone that worked at this competitor no longer working, she still wants to work, would you be interested in working with her? And that's how I got started. And you've been there ever since. But I was in the business working on this this competitor for a number of years. Wow. And this has been 30 years. This is amazing. (laughs) Right. So I've been now at Kravitz 30 years. I was the one and only marketing person working with their mom. And then she slowly aged out. And then I created this department that exists today. And can you tell me a little bit about your department and what you do? Sure. So we, um, we, so as I started, and as I love to tell this story, I was a marketing person that worked for a decorative fabric and now new furniture company. Fast forward, Kravit is now a marketing company that happens to sell fabric, furniture, wall coverings, trimmings, carpet, and decorative accessories. So we truly believe that we are a marketing company, Mm -hmm. that everybody has the exact same brown and navy blue chenille and white linen, but that the beauty of what Kravitz does is we tell it to you in a story and we help our designer, which is our customer base, the trade, sell it to their customers because we give them the stories to Mm -hmm. tell behind it. So that is a marketing-centric organization. So our department is made up of um, brand and so now it's no longer a marketing department. It is a brand strategy. My title is um, executive vice president of marketing and strategic branding. So we are a branding company. We are a creative content company. 
We have a graphics team. We have a web and user experience team. We have brand strategists. We have communication, public relations, and special events. Amazing. Yeah, I absolutely love it. Um, yeah, whenever I go into the showroom, I mean, you guys are always on top of it. You know, all of your literature, all of the um, collections that come out, everything is, is you're right. It's all a story and they all connect. And and you ha you've done a lot of the guessing. I mean, of course, you know, we like to mix and match things, but it's beautiful to see a vignette. It's beautiful to see a story happening um, in all that you're doing. And, and I also think that's really inspiring for people to come in too and be like, oh, I can create, you know, we're creating stories within homes. So it's just, you know, a um, example of, of how to tell that story and how to create it. And you guys have curated you know, all of your fabrics and wallpapers and, and the furniture itself. I mean, you can get really crazy with all of your custom furniture. And um, so can you tell us a little bit about the services that you have to offer designers and what they can look forward to when they come in? Sure. So um, so we have 34 um, corporate showrooms around the country and major markets and design centers. Now, a bunch of them now are actually on the street, kind of like, well, you're sort of San Diego where you yeah. are sort of on the street, but design area. Um, but we have some that are just literally on the street, like in Naples, et cetera. And then we have another affiliated about 55 showrooms that are in smaller markets that are in what's called um, multi-line showrooms, okay. agent showrooms. Yeah. Um, and as well as we have 75 um, road sales sellers that go out and visit designers in their home offices or storefronts um, and bring them sample books so that and help them create the sample book library. We offer um, a huge amount of digital tools now. I think that's really mm -hmm. the area of our company that is really growing. Besides our website and searchable database, we have AR technologies, we have matching technologies. So you can literally, it's the most fun, go to a restaurant, love the fabric that's on the cushion that you're sitting on take a picture of it and it'll show you things like it in our line. Oh it's called Cravat Match. We have a um, ARs, like you can put wallpaper on your walls and fabric on your furniture, put the piece of furniture in your room. Let's see, we have um, mapping technologies. So if you're not sure and you need to show your customer, you show them a fabric and you show them a piece of furniture, we, you can actually now map it on it and print a tear sheet and put it on your presentation board so they can actually see what that fabric, some people, yeah. some clients just cannot visualize Absolutely. pattern on chairs and sofas and walls, et cetera. Um, so we have a very large um, database on our web. We just actually started about three weeks ago, a new division within our divisions called Wall Covering Collective. Okay. We have the largest collection of wall covering, which is exploding right now, and most of our nearest and dearest mm competitors and to names, <laughs> but ours is larger. So we created, we're putting them all under one roof. So there's yeah. like a, a designated webpage for wool covering collective. Oh my gosh. You can actually search by type and brand. We do, in our, we do a full printed sales tools, although we try not, we try to save the earth yeah. and not print, but still there are designers that like catalogs. So we have corporate catalogs, we have wool covering catalogs printed, we have furniture catalogs, a box, um, et cetera. So we have those for designers that have multi-line designers in their showrooms that want to actually show their clients. It's really, you know, I think what we're trying to do, um, I believe it's relationship marketing and relationship selling, yeah. and we need to give the tools, uh, verbal, visual, digital, 
for all of our um, sellers to work with our clients the way they need mm -hmm. to work. Mm -hmm. um, we have full Pinterest boards because, and we get a lot of traction from Pinterest directly to our websites. Um, and that's something that's really important. So we really are just trying to fulfill anything that a designer would want. Um, so we have, we call it at your fingertips. So everything's digital. Yeah. We have one-on-one -on -one for ordering. So we have mm -hmm. a full, you want to call, you can call. You want to place orders online, place orders online. And we just have all of those programs. We even have what's called a concierge program. So as you spend more dollars with us yeah. and you get above the 20, 30, 50, and I think $80,000 range, you have different levels of service and yeah. um, benefits. That's and amazing. that's something that we really try and push because we believe that, you know, if as much as you are a partner with us, we will be a partner with you. Absolutely. As a customer. Yeah. The relationship building to me is, is huge. And I feel like that to me is like what's kept my business going and has kept me so together and just supported like all my relationships. Everyone's just so supportive. And, and at any time you need, you know, somebody from Crabbit, you know, they're on the phone and it's, I can get a hold of somebody super fast. And it's just like, you guys go to bat for me and you get me what I need and you help problem solve. And it's just, it's a wonderful, wonderful relationship, um, which is huge. And that's what I want to share you know, all of my, my resources with everybody that, that have supported me this whole time, because I feel like it's just grown and it's, it's really my foundation and, and how I'm able to do what I do. And, um, it's, it's really important. And you had mentioned a little bit about, you know, not printing catalogs and being green and sustainable. And I would love to know what other practices is Kravit doing? Because to me, that that's a also a very important piece, not just, you know, with relationships or the relationship with the earth and, and keeping her healthy. And I would love to kind of dive into that space as well. So for a bunch of years, we actually have been talking about what we call our green initiative. Um, you know, and I think the design industry is probably slowest to adapt for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So there definitely are a certain level of clients that want to build green. I think the commercial industry started first really with building LEED certified buildings and stuff like that. But that's from the product standpoint. And I think, you know, we're still going to bring beautiful product and we're still going to, you know, buy from mills and dyes and paint and printing and hand blocking. And that isn't always as green as one would be. And I think we still have to be the company that presents the most beautiful, the most luxurious product for our customers. But with that said, um, we believe sort of the newest trend is for all of us on this earth to protect the earth, you know, from global warming and from the changes and from filling landfills. So we created this green initiative that just not only touches product and it will touch product, mm -hmm. but it's slower to adapt for different because of the fact that, you know, we want to make sure the hand is beautiful, etc. So we do, so let's just start with products. So we do have um, pure linens that are printed with, that are prints dyed with vegetable mm. dyes. We also um, stress at every mill that we purchase from what their green of the, in their process, like water runoff into the back right. of the town, recycled, et cetera. But we are now looking at fabrics that are um, woven with um, water bottles, pet yarns they're called. Oh, okay that are high 
performance. We have fabrics, woven fabrics that are woven with yarns that are yarns made out of water bottles, recycled water bottles. We also carpets also. Um, all of our furniture is made with sustainable wood. It's called the um, Sustainable uh, Fur Furniture Council. So all of the wood inside, not always the cushioning, but the wood yeah. for sure. We also believe strongly in performance fabrics because the beauty of performance fabrics is they last longer. Yes. And so then you can pay that forward. So there's, it's like sort of re, um, recycle, redesign, you know, and redecorate yeah. kind of a thing. That's sort of our tagline. Um, so we really believe, and we will continue to look for products that um, have a sustainable aspect mm -hmm. to it. Mm -hmm. We're just about to launch um, a product that is, well, we have Krypton Home, which okay. has is green. And we also have a performance for Kravit Armor that is green. Um, that's treatments on top of fabric, right. so we don't, so it doesn't emit into the CO2, you know, those those cancerous oxygen. But we are also working towards um, finding always products that will be continue to be green. We are launching a product by a company called the Sequel Initiative that um, is going. That's residential and commercial has performance qualities to it. It takes the the waste in oceans. Mm. And it pulls it out and it turns that into yarns and weaves it. Oh so that gosh. goes beyond just plastic water bottles, yeah. but it's the, it, it saves the ocean. So that's from the product standpoint. The sustainability from our company, um, we try and build our showrooms to lead certified spe specifications. We move memos, uh, the hanging samples. Yeah. We recut and recycle when we move from showroom to showroom. So we try not to put that into landfill. Got it. We donate all discontinued sample books to universities around the country so that we pay those forward. We do not put those in the landfill. We are a member of the Good Future Design Alliance. It's called the GFDS. Okay. GFDA, sorry. And they advise us on good sustainable practices. One of them is we're sourcing our furniture from the Forest Stewardship Council, mm -hmm. and we are now, for every piece of furniture sold, we are planting a tree. Um, we, try, we are part of the UPS, United Parcel Service Carbon Neutral, because we ship. Yeah. Again, cost of doing business. Yeah. We have to ship memos. We have to ship bolts of fabric to the upholsters <laughs> and to the design community. So we currently do that um, so that we make sure that um, we offset the carbon footprint. We're part of this, it's called One Tree Planted Initiative. Yeah. So for every furniture, domestic furniture order that we produce, we'll plant a tree, but we'll also plant trees for um, us when we travel a business. So we, ma we manage how many miles we travel and we try to offset the carbon footprint and emissions. We have just built new headquarters, both in South Carolina and in Woodbury, New York and we put solar panels on the roof. So we try and, um, and they're very large buildings. So not only does it um, heat and electrify our building, but we give back what's left to the town that you're based mm. in. So in Anderson, South Carolina, as well as in Woodbury, New York, where our headquarters, all of our shipping materials are made of 97%. So almost 100% recyclable materials, the inks that print are recyclable. Um, so we want to make sure that they're degradable for the landfills. Yeah. We really 
um, we move sample books, as I said, mm -hmm. from office to office. Mm -hmm. They're active and they're not being used. We are very careful not to overprint yeah. printed catalogs, but we know designers need printed catalogs, so we make sure that we don't print. Instead of individual shipments to salespeople, yeah. we sell we ship all of it in one parcel to them, and then they hand deliver. Oh, nice. Um, we have taken um, the uh, the foam of the inside of our furniture. We've taken out the cancers in the way they blow okay. the foam in. So we've that. Nice. So that's just a number of a yeah. off the top of my head. That's fantastic. <laughs> I love it. And also before you and I were speaking on, um, what, is it, what was the program that you guys are doing, Design Graduate? So yeah. So about 10 years ago, we created a program called Design Grad purpose behind that we wanted to invest in the future of the industry. We have a fifth generation that just came into our company. We want to do invest for them for their future. So we started to, as I mentioned, give sample books, make connections, send speakers in, do some virtual presentations. We do projects at some So we're about, we're about 250 accredited design, two and four year programs around the country and also Canada. Mm -hmm. um, where we do different um, projects for them. We um, send a packet to professors and deans of interior design programs that are interested. Students can open up an account. There is a Facebook page called Craft Design Grad, as okay. well as an Inst I believe is it's uh, maybe not on Instagram. I think just on Facebook, um, where they someone can sign up to open a student account, which will give them access digitally to all of our products for their school projects as well as open an account for them where they can order memos um, for their projects. And then as soon as they graduate, it automatically turns into an account. So we want to be the first account to wherever they go in their business next, yeah. they will have a credit account. So when their future employer says to them, I need you to go pull navy blue textures yeah. Guess where they're going? That we're going to grab it because they've had experience with our Absolutely. website and with our store. Yeah, I, I just found out about this program and I'm just so excited about it. And can you tell us a little bit about um, what you guys are doing in September, or is that just for those certain schools? Or so it's a pilot program just in the one school, totally mm -hmm. two schools. But our goal for those students that are listening um, is that. You need to go to design school because you need to learn the basics of how to design drafting, um, design a studio designer for billing, um, floor planning, CAD. But internships are uber important. Yeah. But if you can't do internships, we, you need to understand the ins and outs of working in the residential design field and soft furnishings, how to cover windows, how to select colors. There is a color theory class in every design school, mm -hmm. but it's different when you're matching it to fabrics and window um, windowsills, painting windowsills, et cetera. So we're creating a program called the Certificate for Residential Interiors. We're hoping to one day roll it out virtually to all design schools so that any <laughs> student at a design school that wants to be a designer in a residential program will have this background. They can yeah. put it on their resume. So that's what we're doing. So we're going to pilot it in September in Savannah. Yeah. And then in probably in New York City. And then after that, um, we'll work with organizations like ASID. Although, by the way, I do want to give them a plug because ASID yeah. does have a student. ASID, and it's worth every penny for the small donation that you make to ASID as a student. You get a, you reap so many benefits. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
So that is something that we are piloting because we do want to make sure that we expose students to residential interiors because there are many more residential interior um, interior companies that are higher look for interns than the commercial, which is what they are mostly exposed to in design schools. Yeah, absolutely. Ugh, so beautiful. Um, and can you, uh, I know that's what's what's to come. Is that the, the most exciting thing that's coming or can you share more things that Kravit is developing and creating for the future? So sure. Um, oh my goodness, let's <laughs> see. Very. So we're going to start to, um, so we're going to start to do a huge video series okay. because we believe that video is something that, especially like on Instagram, yes. like reels and things like that. Not sure about TikTok yet. Uh, our industry is definitely slow yeah. to, uh, to ad uh, adapt to <laughs> those kinds of social technologies. Plus everyone's so busy right now. They I don't know. have time. I know. But I think really sort of the story behind it um, can be better captured in video content than necessarily in print. Yes. We're gonna embark on a bunch of video content. Oh, so cool. um, I would tell you probably two most exciting things that I've personally been involved in this past year is um, through our upholstered furniture, which um, I think I told Rachel before he jumped yeah. on, that I was actually hired to start the upholstery division for Kravit. Well, now we have so many between our brands, um, and I don't think we talked about the fact that we own now Kravit Lee Joe from Brendrick Dongia and JP and JP Mulberry Home in the UK. Um, as well as curated Kravit, our decorative accessories um, e-commerce platform. So we have furniture across all of our companies, pretty much for every room of the house. And at the last High Point Market, we introduced a very healthy presentation of outdoor upholstered furniture. Mm. So we coined it the Kravit House. So we have furniture for every room of the house. So um, we are now, so that was something that we launched in April, High Point Market, and it's now rolling out across the country. Okay. And you'll see if you follow us on at, at Kravit Inc., we do for Brundrake, you'll see um, rooms of the house celebrated a different room every month, starting probably this month, okay. June, where we will celebrate all of the furniture and experience in every room of the home. So that was something that's re really um, was sort of our big sort of noodle of the story this year and then in 2023 we are celebrating the 200th anniversary of Lee Jofa which is the joining of um, Arthur H. Lee and Johnson and Faulkner 200 years ago wow. in uh, 1823 so we are doing a very large we haven't picked the name yet <laughs> okay. but I'm going to call it the Herod's Best Legacy Anniversary Collection we're going to celebrate the whole year Iconically, Jofa Prince. Lee Jofa is really known as a print house. Okay. They also know the, the most number of hand lap fabrics mm -hmm. in the world from all of our competitors. So we're going to celebrate that throughout the year. But then it's going to culminate in September 2023 in a new carpet, furniture, and printed fabric collection, wow. which is going to be recolors of iconic Lee Jofa patterns over the last 200 years. Oh, my God. So that is our big story that we're all working on now oh my goodness that's so exciting yeah you guys have a lot happening and you're always future forward and that's what's really cool about it all oh my goodness and thank you so much for coming on and, and before we we go and, and get your information and how to contact you i always like to ask 
um, you know, are, are there anything, any practices that you're doing at the moment to stay grounded and mindful? I know you spoke about your hour walk this morning. Do you have any other um, things that you do to, to stay in that space? Yeah, actually, yes, I do. I'm a crazy workout person, so I do a lot of um, aerobic activity, um, especially, again, I live in New York, so it's when the weather's nice, I like to do it outside, but I really very focused. But I would tell you the thing that, and I, I'm going to give someone a cre- credit perhaps for this because it wasn't my idea, yeah. but um, Barbara Berry, who is a very well-known West Coast um, interior designer for many years, has become a very good friend, as have many of our licensor partners. She once told me something that I really do practice every day. Every morning, before I put my feet on the ground from my bed, I, I take an account of my day, mm-hmm. of what's going to happen. I think about it um, mindfully and talk about what I really want to accomplish. And then every, every evening, when I put my social media phone in my bed away, I think about what I accomplished that day, mm. whether it's personally, professionally, errands, whatever I needed to accomplish. Uh, I am a list maker, but I really have been incredibly mindful of appreciation. Mm-hmm. Um, I think all of us have been in the last two years. Yeah. It's something that has really stuck with me. And she told me this way long before any of this yeah worldly stuff that's happened but just before you every morning when you get up take an account of what you want to accomplish with it make sure that you have accounted for it that's beautiful. and if you haven't don't beat yourself up about yeah. it but just be sure that the next day you sort it fresh <laughs> fresh canvas every day absolutely oh i love that I know Kravit is a trade-only showroom and how can we um as designers get in touch and find Kravit website, social media, and we'll put all the links in the show notes. So our website is www.kravit.com and you'll be able to, across the top, click on any of our brands that I mentioned before that we own. Um, they each have their own designated pages um, and anyone can go in. There is a trade login for pricing, but anyone, late consumer, your listeners, people that are interested in design can go in and play on our website and all of the technologies. So that's for everybody. Nice. We are at at Kravit Inc., at Brindrig Fee, at Lee Jofa, at Dangia underscore Inc. and Instagram. Um, on Pinterest, we're Kravit Inc., I believe. Okay. On YouTube, we're Kravit Inc. LinkedIn, we're Kravit Inc. We actually really um, support LinkedIn in a major way. Nice. So that's how you find me. I'm at Beth K. Green on Instagram. Um, I share. Don't have a professional one, so it's personal and professional <laughs> all in one. Because I truly believe, I don't believe in uh, blocking people. Yeah. I believe that you need, if someone's going to appreciate who I am in business, you need to appreciate who I am personally. Mm-hmm. That's wonderful. So that's it. That's wonderful. Thank you, Beth, so much. I'm just, it's such an honor to have you on here with me and share your story and all the wonderful things that you all are doing. And I'm excited for what's to come with this new line and collection and same thing with what you guys are doing with connecting students with the design world. Yes, for sure. I definitely, yeah, look out for it. Everyone can follow Design Grad on Facebook because that's, I think, where most okay. of our info and what we're doing Perfect. is there. It is exciting. It is, it is, it's really exciting. Very nice. So I appreciate it. Thank you for everything. I appreciate Absolutely. you inviting me. Of course. 
You have been listening to Bewitching the Home. Special thank you to all my Patreon members. Without you, this show would not be possible. Music composition by Ken Seth Thibodeau. Editing by Marcy Ferry. And special assistance by Blake Ferris. If you like what you're listening to, please hit the subscribe button. And if you want to support us even more, please join me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash bewitching. You can also follow me on Instagram at Rachel, R-A-C-H-E-L, Lorraine, L-A-R-R-A-I-N-E, and find out more information about the podcast on the website, bewitchingthehome.com.